You've tuned into the sunflower and the wallflower. Welcome back, everybody. I am Jij, and with me, as always, is Nat. Hey, everyone. We've also decided to change our upload times to fortnightly instead of weekly, just to make it easier for us. And hopefully we'll bring it back to weekly, but we'll let you guys know when we do. But for now, it'll be fortnightly posts. In this podcast, we wanted to talk about music, our favourite artists, you know, albums, things that have really influenced us and even changed us. Because some of the music I've listened to today, I can't imagine my life without them. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I feel like it's a massive aspect of my life is music. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't I couldn't imagine myself without music. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like I work into everything. Like, mm-hmm. I, I used to study with it. I can work out with it. it. It's on the background when I'm cleaning or just doing odd jobs around the house. Obviously in the car all the time. All the time. My music is playing. So I think it is definitely... It, like, it's in every aspect. Well, the thing is, we do have very similar music tastes. Yeah. Well, we didn't used to. We no. used to have very different. Yes. We didn't like each other's music at all. Well, you didn't like mine. Well, yeah. To be more specific. <laughs> I've kind of always liked yours. <laughs> you just didn't yeah, like that's mine. that's true. When we were younger, I was young. Yeah. Like, well. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't quite make sense, did it? No. I feel like when I was younger, I was young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I meant kind of, I think when I was like, you know, 14, 15, 16, and you were 17, 18, our music taste at that time was very different. Yeah. Well, I was in, like, the classic Justin Bieber with the that fucking side comb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You went into that. No. You know, where I was, I had that. And then I also had, like, the scene stage. Oh, you did go through an emo stage. But, I mean, everyone goes through their emo stage. You Except know? for you. You are affected by nothing. Oh, well. I had a lot of emo friends. They were my people. So even though I wasn't technically one, or I didn't look like one, they were they were my people. Okay. <laughs> but you weren't listening where I was listening to, like, Bring Me the Horizon and Reverse the Curse. Amity Affliction. Did you ever listen to them? They were a bit more screamo. They were a bit more yeah, hardcore. I didn't do too much screamo. Even mm. though Bring Me the Horizon had aspects of that, they also had songs that weren't that bad. Mm. Yeah, like, a lot of my friends listen to, you know, all that emo scene music, screamo and... Yeah. The, like, the, the pig squealing. Pig squealing? Yeah. What's that? One of my friends used to practice how to do it. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Well, that's what we called it. Whether it had a name. Oh, the, the, the old so that you just used. called it pig squealing. Well, because they were pig squealing. You would squeal like a pig within uh, the song. Okay. So it. And she used to like breathe in and do like the whole, I'm not going to do it because it's going to sound <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, the poor people with the headphones. Let's not, let's not do that. Yeah. But that's, that's what she used to do a lot. Oh. Again, I don't know if I had a... For like, you know, if you were 18, it might have been called something different. But us being 14-year-olds, we were like, yeah, it's like pig squealing. We're totally cool. She knows how to do it. Watch mm. her pig squeal. Okay, well, that's, a, that's the first like I've ever heard. Breathe in and make the like, that. really high-pitched noise. Okay, yeah. No. No? No. <laughs> that was me then. <laughs> that was just me. <laughs> just you and your friends. Just me and my friends. Anyway. Yes. We that's... used to have very different tastes of music when we were younger. But now we, I'd say pretty much majority of our music is exactly the same. Definitely. And if we find artists that, you know, we like, we'd share it with each other and be like, look who I found. And most of the time, we like it back. Yeah. I think there's the odd one here and there, but... Yeah. Do you remember the first band or artist that 
piqued your interest into delving into different music than what oh. like mum and dad and and our sister our older sister listened to well for a long time i did just listen to when you're younger you just listen to what everyone else listened to yeah agreed i mean like my biggest band probably when i was younger was spice girls yeah because I of our older sister yeah we even have like cds and everything mm-hmm. the movie Yes. Oh, my God, the movie. <laughs> I think you also loved it because that the bus. Oh. Everyone had their own spot. It was all matchy-matchy. Everyone matching. Yeah. I love that. Uh, it really did Matt well has OCD. I did. It did well for my OCD. It did well for your OCD. Everyone matching perfectly. Exactly. Like Barbie movies. Everyone in the space, everybody has a place, everybody in it. Yeah. That's what I love. I reckon I started researching music or finding my own taste when I downloaded Apple Music or iTunes at the time. For okay. the first time. Yep. And I got my own iPod back in when you know had those... Those tiny little ones? Those iPod shuffles. Yes. Is that what they were called? Gosh, yes. And that's when I started downloading music and finding artists that I like to put it on there because I just liked putting it on there in the beginning. Okay. And then I started finding my own sound, what I liked, what I didn't, you know, making my playlist basically. Mm-hmm. And I reckon the first band that I got for myself... I reckon the first CD I ever bought was this R&B compilation album. Okay. And it had, like, you know, Jay-Z, Nelly, Usher, you know, all those. It was good, like, early noughties mm-hmm. R&B. And I reckon that's the first album I ever bought. Okay. And I think that sort of... Yeah, I reckon that's why my, my love of R&B, mainly. Well, that's the sort of era we grew up in. Our older sister, she also loved R&B. Yeah. Where it was mainly, you know, early noughties, 90s. That I reckon that's the best. The best years for R&B. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. I, well, after you said, like, you saying about going to buy cities, mm-hmm. I remember going to, like, the shopping centre with mum. Yeah. And probably all both of you as well. And going into the CD shop and... CD shop? CD, CD shop. I said shore and shop. Store, store and shop. I connect with them. <laughs> Do you want um, to say? Going into the CD shop, um, I don't even know what it was called anymore. Gosh, I reckon it was Sanity. Yes, nice, good memory. Do they even still exist? I don't know. And then getting to choose the CD. and that we could take it home. Yeah, we did I, used to do that actually. Yeah, and we all had our own CD racks. Yeah, and our our fucking CD player, mm-hmm. the boot boxes that we bought all three of what us. What was had. your first? album that you ever bought for yourself good lord would it have been like one of those do you know like so fresh maybe one of those but ones. then i think it could have even been oh you know what it was my first cd amy meredith oh my god it was amy meredith do they are they still around i don't actually know i haven't i think after that stage of um they're, they're pretty much their first cd because i did a bunch of concerts around Adelaide mm, and did. you and our older sister took me to three and I always appreciate you for that three was it three or was it two I only went to one no it was two it was definitely two because it was one at the Gov that we went with our friends yeah and then it was the other one at the I think it was the Adelaide Uni oh yeah 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 the, okay. the, yeah damn yeah and I think kind of after that album had its they had their tour with that album around SA I, I had moved on Okay. I st- there's always a special place in my heart for them. We even bought a T-shirt. Yes, that had their stuff on it. Yeah, but it was it was just from JJ's. It oh, just okay. had their song light on it. Oh. And I wore it to their concert, and I flashed my top at him, and he was like, when he was singing the song, and he pointed at me. It was a beautiful moment. <laughs> oh my god. 
Yeah. But I think that was probably my first band outside of that I connected with. Okay. That I did on my own. Besides, Dang, like, the scene stage and stuff. But then I feel like I just listened to that because my friends were. Yeah. And as much as I enjoyed some songs, even some songs I listen to now, I go, oh, yeah. Like, oh, the days. Um, but I think A. Meredith was, like, it was, that was my band. Okay. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, I remember you being obsessed with them. Mm. Yeah. He was hot. Yeah, I reckon my first band. What would it have been? While you think about that, my first concert, though, remember Hot Sheree? Yeah. I went to them and saw that chick. Cher Lloyd. Oh, my God. Cher Lloyd. Yes, her and Hot Sheree. Because I reckon next after A Meredith came Hot Sheree. But that didn't last as long. Damn. I liked a couple of songs with them. Though me and the drummer 100% had a thing. In he threw a, a little guitar pick, like, at me. Yeah, you would have been, like, what, 14, 15? And at the time, he would have been in his early 20s? Nah. That would I reckon, not have been I reckon, I reckon he would have... I, he was the youngest. I reckon he was, like, 18. Mm, still not appropriate. And I reckon I was 16. Mm. But then we went around the back to see them exit into their van. And I was filming on my that little black like slide up phone. <laughs> I was filming them oh, walking man. out, and he came over to me. He didn't speak to anybody else. It was a little, little group of ten of us girls waiting at the back. Young, we were fucking young. But he came up to me and he was talking to me while I was filming him. A hundred percent. Do you still have that? Probably somewhere. Maybe I don't know. What a beautiful moment. But everyone thinks like, oh, they're totally looking at me. He did. Mm. <laughs> okay. I'll just say yes. Mm. He was. He was definitely looking at you. 100%. And he definitely fell in love in first sight. As definitely. soon as he saw you, he was like, oh my god, who is this person? I need to know yeah. everything about them. And then I used to have like fantasies of him like writing a song about me, trying to find me. Like I was Cinderella. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was young. Yes. What do you mean you still do that as an adult? Oh, hush, hush. God, I remember those times. Checking out the CDs. I know. And now you just go on um, Spotify, whatever it is, and you just yeah. go on and download let you know when artists have released new stuff and then you yeah. just download it. Yep, pretty much. So it's fun. And even seeing the different album covers. Yeah. Checking them all out. And you used to be able to play it. You used yes. to put it in that thing and they had the headphones there and you could to listen to it. God, yeah, I remember that. I felt so cool doing that. Because mm. I reckon I had it like Ed Sheeran's first album too. Yeah, I reckon you did too. Did you? I reckon you got a couple of his. Oh, I don't know. I got one signed by him. So anyway, so that's where we started. That's kind of our first. Yep. Collecting CDs. Collecting CDs. And then you moved to your iPod shuffle. Yes. I reckon that's when I started really honing in my music and my favourite artists and Mm -hmm. what type of genres I liked as well. Who do you reckon was your first, like, indie? Huh? Who do you reckon your first, like, indie band? Indie band? Hmm. Might have been the Wombats. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon Wombats were my first band. Okay. Yeah. And I still love them to today. I reckon they're still one of my favourites. Definitely. Yeah, Wombats are one of my favourite bands I reckon from when I was younger to now that's one of the ones that have carried through mm-hmm. yep and I remember we didn't know they'd released anything for ages yes we had that period where yeah we, well, we didn't even know we weren't even we weren't really keeping track of now and then we found all of their recent stuff and we're like how have we not kept track yes we had the, the same like two albums or something that we were just playing on repeat <laughs> yeah they have some of my like favorite lyrics yes they're quite like that. yeah they're quite abstract almost like the way they describe things they're quite different, but you know exactly what they mean. And mm. I love that. They're my favourite. I think my favourite album of theirs would be uh, Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life. Mm. 
he had a something fucked him up. I know something. They were definitely going through something with that album, <laughs> definitely. and you can definitely tell. But I think that's why I like it. It's got that sort of chaotic downward spiral energy that I <laughs> yes. kind of like. And I think in their lyrics, a lot of metaphors. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I enjoy that. I do, and I feel like also a lot of their songs don't sound the same. So it's you get a nice mixture of not only like different lyrics and different ways that they explain something but then also the the music they use yeah that they, they blend different genres that i really like they have yes. a combination of kind of rock pop and techno mm-hmm. that they kind of play with and yeah. i really like that i like yeah. when bands they always change up their sound like they, they don't stick to something and they always mm-hmm. like to play with different music and different genres i love that yeah definitely i think it makes it more interesting mm. and i think it also doesn't limit them yeah i feel like if you're an artist i mean Granted, artists that have stuck to the same kind of thing do brilliantly, I'm sure, because you perfect it. Mm. It's to play with your sound, I feel like. It's to kind of know what you want to say and play with how you want to say it. Even just the sound. Like, when I'm sad, I like to listen to sad music. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're happy, you listen to happy. Mm-hmm. Those sort of things. So I like to have a different range of music so that, depending on my mood, I can sort of match the song with it. Definitely, definitely. Because I don't know, people who listen to happy music when they're sad, it makes you feel worse. Yeah, though I do like to... Sometimes it's good to change the vibe. Maybe. But I just feel like when you listen to a happy song when you're sad, it'll be like, shut the fuck up. Maybe. Maybe. You know, when you see something so happy, you're like, what the fuck, man? Get out of my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes you angry. Yeah, maybe. Like, why are you so fucking happy? <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah. It kind of makes you... I like to feel what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So then I can move forward. Rather than trying to change how I feel, it's better to just feel it. Yeah. That's nice. That's a very healthy way of doing things, wow. rather than suppressing. <laughs> I'm a bit more of a suppressor. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Put on a smile and continue life. Yeah, Look, I mean. think the weirdest thing for me is usually the time where I am most honest about how I'm feeling about something is when I'm driving. What I don't do you mean by what that? it is. As in, like, I do most of my reflection and personal thinking when I'm driving. And so if I'm sad about something and I'm not necessarily have a cry because I'm driving, that's not safe. But like... I mean, we've all driven while we've been crying. We've all been there. Oh, 100%. When I broke up with my ex, I'm driving all the way back from fucking Aldinga. Cried that entire drive. That's an hour's drive. (laughs) Anyway. When I was younger, I used to to really love rap, actually. Did you really? I did. See, that only came later in life for me. Well, that's the thing. When I was younger, back in the early noughties, rap was... I feel like that was the best time for rap. Okay. And I used to love it because there was a song I heard by Notorious. Okay. Wow. Fuck. I heard his first verse and he was just going off. And as a 10-year-old, I was like, holy shit, what is this? I probably wouldn't have been allowed to listen to it. That probably wasn't appropriate. Uh, nobody knew nobody was there so I did it anyway (laughs) plus you're young and I think when the childhood that we grew up in we wouldn't have understood what they were saying probably but yeah I feel like rap was the only music that really made my heart race you know okay it gets your adrenaline going and Mm -hmm. when someone's going off and it's just bar after bar and they're just spitting and they're just switching up their flow it's like the best thing so I used to listen to it a lot and then it went through a period where I didn't listen to it anymore and I I just I couldn't find that same sort of feeling Mm -hmm. that I had when I used to listen to it you know with like Eminem you know all the greats Uh back then and then recently I've gotten back into it and I found a lot of artists that gave me that same sort of feeling because yeah for a while there I don't know what happened to rap but it just I feel like it lost it well for me anyway Mm -hmm. but you're allowed to have that opinion yeah well yeah I feel like modern rap this is not what it used to be it can be a hit and miss yeah Mm. anyway so now I've gotten back into it and there have been a lot of artists that I've loved. 
Mm-hmm. And most of them don't speak English. So, I mean, there have been a few English artists yeah, yeah, that speak yeah, yeah. English, but a lot of them have been foreign artists. And I don't know how I haven't found them before because they're amazing. Yeah. Well, I think, like, non-English music for me is a hit and miss. I feel like because okay. I don't know the lyrics, I need the music to be something I can relate to and connect to. Because usually with songs, it's the lyrics that Because you make... connect to the lyrics. Yes. As much as the music I like and I go, you know, I like the drop and this song is fucking fire or whatever. It's the lyrics that are going to keep me around. Mm-hmm. So then when it comes to non-English speaking songs, I need that music to hit me the same way. Or it, I don't quite... I find it difficult to connect. Why can't you just look up the lyrics? Yeah, but then if I just... Uh, yes and no. Sometimes, yes. It, like... I know that one of the biggest, like, non-English speaking bands that we've listened to is BTS. 100%. And their lyrics are beautiful. Oh, I feel like people don't... Like, they're very underappreciated because their lyrics are fucking beautiful. Yeah. And especially, like, their wordplay. And I just feel like misses with a lot of, like, English speaking people because they don't realise how actually amazing their lyrics are. I agree. I agree. And and it wasn't until you said, no, actually, like, you know, you do those videos on YouTube where it shows who's singing and the lyrics come up on screen. Mm. And then you start reading and you go, holy fuck, that's deep. Yeah. And yet the music itself is so lighthearted. Mm. And I think they do that beautifully. And that helped me like BTS more and get just as passionate about listening to them as you did when yeah. you first found them. But when I'm listening to them in the car... I feel like their music also connects with me and, you know, their tone of voice and how beautiful they sing because God's fucking sing like angels. Yeah. And then their music also adds to that. I feel like if their music didn't, I wouldn't be as connected to them. Well, the good thing about them is they also have a very wide range of music. Mm, They do. This is true. Like, so different. Like, from when they started, it was very more, much more hip hop. Mm-hmm. And then they sort of changed, but they go through stages and they just play with a lot of different genres and even individually, like if you listen to their individual music, like work that they've done, yeah, they're all very, very different. Yes. And I think that's why they work so well together as well is because musically they're so mm-hmm. different and vast and, it, and when they come together, it just works so yeah, well. Yeah, it's a beautiful mash of genres. Yes. I mean, a simple example of from BTS to individual is August D's new album. Oh my God. That fucking, that's heavy shit. Yeah. The latest stuff, a lot of self-love and all this kind of stuff. And then August D drops his album and it's dark as fuck. Well, I think that's why I liked BTS. Because a lot of K-pop songs, some of them can be, they're, they're very poppy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Or depending on what you listen to. Yeah. And I feel like for them, they've always been very honest. Yes. And I've always very, very much liked that. Yeah, I agree. Oh, Same yeah, with like uh, Stray Kids as well. Yes. Well, we, we actually went to their concert recently. Yes, we did. Back in February. Oh my God, it was amazing. It was amazing. They absolutely fucking killed it. They killed it. And like, we were a little bit sick. And so we, our energy level was kind of walking in there. We were a little bit low. But damn, did they pump us up. Oh my God. It was amazing. It was amazing. They pretty much danced that entire concert. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it either. And still sung so beautifully. I don't yes. think people know how fucking difficult that is to dance while singing. Even rapping while singing. Rapping while dancing. <laughs> rapping while dancing is what I read. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking hard. I yes. get tired just walking up some steps and I'm not I even know. talking. I don't I can't even walk and talk. And they're out here fucking <laughs> busting the move while rapping so fast. Yeah, I... People, I don't, I don't think people know how difficult that is. No. They make it look very easy. Very easy. But they killed it. That was amazing. I also think they've greatly improved as performers as well. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing where they started and just seeing them live. They've come so far. Yeah. And they're quite young. They are. So I think they're doing a really good job. 
fucking you know, that'd be a difficult there's a lot of pressure a lot yeah. of ex- a lot of expectations and I think they're doing really well well I think they're some of my favorite rappers in the K-pop industry the even just is. actually in rap in general Stray Kids yeah. BTS obviously they're always number one always they they got me back into rap again I reckon because hearing them like hearing their rap line their mm-hmm. stuff or their cyphers yes they go off. Yeah, that was And they're amazing. so different as rappers as well. Yes. Like, feel like J-Hope, he's a lot more... He's all about that flow, the beat. I feel mm-hmm. like the way he dances is the way he raps. He plays with the beat a lot. Mm-hmm. And RM, I feel like he's a lot more lyric. Like, he word plays a lot and he's a lot more lyrically. Mm-hmm. And Sugar's just a fucking savage. Like, he's my favourite. <laughs> he would... I feel like he would make me cry after if I can yeah, rap See, on. after seeing Sugar in Detruta... Mm-hmm. Changed my entire life with him. It did, didn't it? It switched on a switch I didn't know existed. <laughs> but it did, and then he switched it straight on. Oh, that was pretty amazing. That was, an ama- that was a good song. And yeah. he looked damn sexy with that long blonde hair. Oh, he did. He, he definitely that. pulled that off. Oh, he did. Mm. And he's and I love how they all got like, their hair now, like Sugar's hair now and those film clips. Oh, they all went through. Like, as soon as they t- took a break and started doing their individual stuff, they all went crazy. They did. Good on them. Yeah. Oh, like John Cook now with all the tattoos and stuff. Oh, the Calvin Klein? Oh, don't even get me started on the Calvin Klein photo shoot. Oh, damn. Who are you? I know. He was just a little baby. I was like, what are you doing? Stop. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, before it was like a flash of the collarbone or a bit of the stomach and we'd freak the fuck out. And now it's like fucking nipples. And you're like, ah. The full chest is out. Before it was like, oh, we got a little forehead. Yeah. And now it's like, god damn. What are they doing to us? Yeah, gosh. He is having fun with that, I'm sure. Mm, They definitely are. I'm looking forward to seeing... Because we haven't really heard much from V. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to see his individual Me album. too. I've always liked his. Because it's always been a lot more jazzy and bluesy. I agree. I agree. It's a bit more, like, smooth. Mm. And I'm excited to hear what he has to show. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because his songs that he has made previously with just himself, I've loved. He, he loves acoustic as well. I feel like his voice suits that. that yeah. Like, even just a guitar or a piano. I feel like he's got the perfect voice for that. Yeah, I'm definitely holding out for that. Yeah. Me too, me too. Drop any time, V. We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We know you're there. We haven't forgotten about you. Don't worry. No, never. Like, continuing with the topic of voice, Felix from Stray Kids. Oh. I have never heard a deeper voice in my life. I know. And there was that video that got posted to Instagram recently about him in the morning and how deep his voice is as oh. he's walking down those steps. Yes. Holy fuck. He, he was almost You couldn't even hear. Yeah. He goes so deep. Even when he was singing live. Yes. He goes so deep that you can't even hear him because it's just, it's just like, oh, damn. It's so fucking sexy. There is nothing better than a man with a deep voice. Mm. Well, you do have a voice fetish, don't you, Dana? I do. I do, don't I? You do, well, I do. <laughs> I really do. The, the, other, the other guy that I don't know on Instagram that, like... Yeah, but she follows a lot of people that do, like, a lot of deep voice shit. Yeah. That would just be like, you know, you're a good girl, but saying, like, a really deep voice. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. You, do we need to share that with people? We don't have to. But you are. I am. Um, I did. Yeah. I feel like there's ladies out there that agree. So anyway, going funny. back to music. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I feel like BTS definitely reawakened my love for rap as well. Okay. Yeah. Because that led me on to... I reckon the moment I knew I was going to be a fan of BTS is when they performed live their song Born Singer. Okay. And they just put, like, everything out on the stage. Mm-hmm. They just laid it all bare, and I just fell in love with that. Mm-hmm. And it, I was like, I'm in this shit for life. 
Yeah. Well, I remember hearing them for the first time on MTV, and then you went away that night and researched all their names. And I remember coming, you coming to me the next morning, looking like you haven't slept, <laughs> yeah. and you told me all their names, all this stuff, and you're like, "This band is incredible." I just fell in a rabbit hole, and I was just like, "I just because they just kind of because I knew K-pop beforehand because I was like a fan of Blackpink mm-hmm. beforehand, and I'd mainly listened to girl bands." Okay. I don't know how I hadn't ever listened to them before but it was only because they started to become really big and I was like okay I gotta check them out and then I just fell down this rabbit hole about all this stuff about them and their amazing like music and the message and just their relationship with their fans mm. and I just fell in love with all of it and then I just couldn't I haven't come back since yeah oh I know yeah but yes I just find it, the look that you gave me that next morning when you got <laughs> yeah. up you were like dude I have something to tell you yeah yeah and all this stuff and we've never looked back nope haven't regretted it since no Cause yeah, cause you even watch like their BTS runs. Yes, run BTS. Any any people out there watching it? Mm. I miss it. Oh yeah, I'm wondering what they'll do for their anniversary this year. What they have in store? Show all their past stuff. Yeah. Yes, mm. please. I'll have two days of fucking BTS concerts. Yeah. I'll stop everything and. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take off work. Twenty four hours. I'm sick. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adding on to like our rap love. Mhm. Netflix. Now you found this band. Yes. How? Who? What? When? Where? Well, I was just. I don't, how I usually find music is I put in artists and then just, like, they'll give me recommendations of similar people. Okay. And I can't remember who I was listening to or what it was. Oh, I reckon, actually, the video I was watching, the background music was an FX. Yeah. Well, I remember one of their songs being in that anime compilation thing. Yes, of, of like, powerful women. Yeah. And Netflix was in the background. Yeah, and he was in the background of a few things, and we were like, okay. who is this person? And then we went, and I checked him out, and it was just song after song. It was just banger after banger. He has some of the best beat drops I've ever heard. Oh, my God. He's incredible. And the combination of, kind of, like, rock and rap and... Yes, yes. Like, EDM. Yes. Yes. Mm. It's fucking awesome. It's good. He's, yeah, he's probably one of our favourite artists. Definitely. We and he's touring at the moment, but he's not coming to Australia, which is I know. So Come sad. here. Because he would go off in concert. Could you imagine the fucking yeah, crowd? Yeah, gosh. That'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, I feel like he'd be really good. Yeah, I feel like he would be too. And, and I mean, he drops a song a week. Yes. So that man is sitting at that computer and just firing out. I don't know how he's doing it. His love, obviously, for the... His music is also copyright free, so you can use it without having to pay any royalties or anything. So he's just literally doing it for the love of it. Literally, yeah. And it's awesome. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like his songs make me feel like a badass bitch. Yeah. Make me feel like I could fucking rule the world. I can burn everybody. It, it like, draws you in. Yeah. Whenever I need to get motivated, I put Netflix on. 100%. That's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Straight away. If ever I need to, like, pump myself up or if I'm nervous or hesitant about something, I'll just put that on and straight away I'm, like, ready to go. I agree. If I've had a really shit day and I need to drive home and just shake off the day, it's fucking Netflix. Mm -hmm. Every time. Every time. Every time. Yeah. And a funny story about that is I, like, I have Instagram and so I surf the reels on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kept watching this guy and he would explain how he's mixing stuff and lyrics are part of his songs but i didn't now i never knew nefix's real name i just knew him as clearly Netflix. and this reel where this guy was showing it was his name it was bryce and so i didn't know <laughs> it was nefix and then i happened to just talk with nat one day and i said i wonder what he looks like and so we just google searched him and the spark went off and i realized i had been watching him on insta for months 
I know, I find that so funny. But that's what that's not unusual for you. You know, I know. I just it's happened. It happened. I know. It's, it's happened a few times. times. I know. Well, she doesn't realise the people that she's listening or seeing is the exact same people that she already knows. But I just found that pretty funny. Ah, oh, yeah. And and how incredible because I that guy, well, Bryce Netflix. I've been watching his videos like fuck yeah, this guy's awesome. Like, how do you find his? How music? did she not even know that it, that he sounded exactly the same? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. reels are like quick things anyway. Yeah, they're only a few seconds. I know. I know. But hearing him sing wouldn't have. I like know. he has a After, very distinctive. He does, and after I realized, I went back and watched all the videos I'd previously watched, and gone, it sounds like Netflix. Hmm. Well, I find it's fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. You and he wears that. like these fucking like tank tops where you see his like big ass arms, yeah. and, he's, and he's like long, luscious like Fabio hair. He's fucking hot. Yeah. Good on him. <laughs> Good Sexy on him. Sexy and talented. <laughs> well done. Uh. You hit the jackpot, dude. Mm. Anyway, but then I feel like Adelaide has some of the most loyal fans. Yes. We're a small place. If we love you, we fucking love you. Exactly. So come here. God yeah. damn. I know. And then I guess a second close after Netflix for me and a bit more of fun that he plays with it would be Rustage. Rustage. Well, actually, just going off of that, I feel mm-hmm. like YouTube rappers, oh, for yes. me, are much better than actual rapper like yeah. artists. And, but yeah, I feel like for me, that again awakened my love for rap because I feel like I fell off with it a little bit. Yeah. I feel like they just weren't really saying anything. Mm-hmm. And none of it really said anything to me. Yeah. I was just about to say that. To yes. me. Yes. It's not related to us. Yeah. I don't have a big black dick, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was... And they weren't really saying anything. It was just kind of like... They were just saying words to rhyme. And it's like, if you're going to say something, say something. Yeah. Can I say big black dick? I don't know. I was just thinking that. That's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not really the target audience for those songs. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. That, that, like, she put my hand on my dick. <laughs> it's like, my, my dick. You know, rhyming dick with dick several, several times. Yeah. What's your point, mate? Yeah. He's, he's dick, obviously. Yeah. How can you miss the point? <laughs> True, he has a dick. Congratulations. I'm really proud of you. He seems to think so. Because if he has it and he can't use it, like, what's your point? <laughs> Let's cut hey. all this out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. Yes, YouTube rappers agree. For me, yeah. Some of them, like, rekindled my love for rap. Mm-hmm. Especially Rustage, like you're talking about. Yeah. He's only just... He does usually, like, a lot of anime rap mm-hmm. based on characters or TV shows. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, he goes off. I mean, there's a few of them that do it. I think Rustage is probably one of our favourites. Definitely. But there's a lot of them. And they, like... Some of the most, like, creative... Yes. And fun and... Great lyrics. <laughs> they do. And I agree. And, see, for me personally, I was never, I was never really into rap. Okay. I never... It was the Nefex, it was, like, the BTS, like, the RM Sugar, J-Hope, and then Rustage, that I found a way that rap related to me, and I could connect with it. Okay. Because, again, like I said, lyrics is important to me. Yes. And so, rap, it was just like, yeah, okay, I found it, like, it was nice to listen to, but I never really connected to it well. it affected me okay. until I was listening to them. I'm going to give you, like, a whole, like education on rap because there's so many good ones out there especially a lot of oldies that have such beautiful like lyrics and like hit you hard and they actually say something and mm. and I feel like that gets lost a little I feel like rap has a bad name sort of most of what we're shown of it is it's not what it is yeah it's an aspect of a huge yeah range I feel like people don't understand like the rap culture yeah and I and like I was that. definitely one of them yeah my perception of rap was like it's gonna talk about sex okay there's rap and so with me i didn't need that okay where then you know you showing me i mean well bts is cyphers and then nefix and rustage 
I think rustage in a way where it showed like the fun part of it. It didn't have to be as meaningful or as like cutthroat. It could just be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've always loved it. Yeah, and I didn't know that, you know. Didn't you? No. I mean, I knew you liked well, I think it. that's because, again, there was a period where I didn't listen to it for a while. Yes. I think that period is when we connected through mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Because I used to love it. Okay. I didn't know that. But, yeah, it lost it for me a bit. And yeah. then I got back into it. Okay. Because I feel like nothing makes my heart race quite like a rap song. Mm. Well, yeah. I feel like fucking yeah. Definitely. Mm. When it's fucking nine o'clock in the morning and we have to drive to PT, there's nothing better than putting on some fucking rap. Yes. Or else I ain't making it to PT. <laughs> yeah. We barely do at this point. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have my moments where I pick a particular artist or a particular album and I will thrash it. Yes. So that will either last a month or last a couple of That's why i got to be careful what I show you because I, if you overplay it, then I'll end up hating it. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it could even be a song that I just play on repeat. Mm. I have those moments. Yes. Not always. Sometimes I just press shuffle. Uh, I don't know about that. I feel like... I do. But I definitely... I come and go through artists. And lately my thrashing has been rustage. And I just love his Overlord song. That is And I'm trying to learn it as best I can (laughs) because I want to be able to fucking spit it with him when it's on the fucking radio. I mean, you know know what they're saying, but you can't keep up. No, no, you can't say it. And as soon as you lose it a little bit, I'm fucked. Yeah. He's yeah. and obviously he's incredible and it's his talent and you know. But I'm a I'm a fast talking person. So you I are. think if it's if I can get that rhythm, I reckon I can keep up. I reckon you could be a rapper. Yeah. Well I could, but I don't know how to write lyrics. My lyrics would be pathetic. <laughs> yeah. Pathetic. It'd be like I'd be talking about my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, you so definitely make it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so he's my he's my thrash at the moment. Rustage. Yeah. Adding on to non-English speaking things as well. Maneskin. Our Italian. Maneskin. Yeah. Yes. Because we saw them in Eurovision like most other people. Mm-hmm. And just... They killed it. They, they were amazing. Killed it. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like they're... Like, it's so hard to find a lot of rock bands. Yes. Lately. And, uh... They were so good. They were so good. And I feel like they're also... They really took the opportunity of winning Eurovision to better their career. Like, I feel like they really fucking grabbed those horns... Yes. ...and did everything in their power to keep it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really proud of them of that. Because that's not easy. Mm. It's very easy to win Eurovision and tour that with that song... And then fizzle out. Yeah. I think they did a really good job at staying relevant. Mm. So good job to them. Especially being a non-English speaking band. Yeah, well, they do have a mix of Italian and English in True. some of their songs. I feel like, for me, my most favourite of theirs would be the Italian songs. I agree. But they do have some great English ones as well. Yeah. I mean, like, their... Was it Supermodel? Mm-hmm. That's more of an English song. I think that's it. all in English. And and that's... I, I like that song very much. Mm-hmm. It's one of their English songs. But then, like, I've just got... Oh, there's just so many. I could honestly name just their entire... I reckon that, that album, Il Ballo della Vita, mm. it's probably one of my favourite albums of theirs. Or even Teatro Dira. If we said it wrong, we apologise. We are Italian, but we don't speak it very well. Yeah, they're my two favourite albums of theirs. Even then, they, they released another one called Rush as well, and that's pretty good too. Yeah, because it's so hard to find good rock. I mean, we do listen to a lot of, like, alternative rock, I reckon. These stuff like... Arctic Monkeys, mm-hmm. The Strokes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, Catfish and the Bottomen. You know, even Imagine Dragons. Oh, God. They're kind of a good rock band as well. And they he, have a lot of great, like, hard-hitting lyrics. Like, they're very he honest. does, doesn't he? About, like, mental health. Yes. And that sort of thing. And I really like that they do that. I really And I actually just... really like the recent album that just came out of theirs. Yes, I agree. Yeah, Mercury. Yes. The album that came out, I actually really, really like that. 
Yes. That, um, again, going back to Instagram and reels mm-hmm. of him singing that song with no music in the background. It was just his voice. Yeah. Fuck me. He is beautiful. Mm. And fucking, like, buff. Oh, yeah. Who knew? I didn't realize he was so ripped. Neither did I. Fuck. Fucking <laughs> sexy. I liked Imagine Dragons always, previously. Yeah. I've really but loved then, their music. He took off that fucking jumper to show a wife beater and those muscles. Boy, who you been playing? <laughs> okay. All right, noted. But yeah, I feel like they're a good rock band as well. I mean, they got a bit of a range. They mm-hmm. can be a little poppy as well, but I feel like they've got some great rock songs. They do. And yeah, I really yeah. like... And he gets fucking into it. I've seen him, like, live, mm-hmm. and damn, he he feels his music and his lyrics. Yes. They come through. You can him. tell that everything they're saying is very genuine. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Him like and, the, and that big drum that he has that he loves to oh, yeah. play on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I think seeing an artist get lost in their song only makes you connect to it more. Yeah. And and feel because you're they're, they're giving you that emotion and mm-hmm. you're taking it in. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell when they really mean what they say mm-hmm. compared to just writing lyrics when they actually believe what they're writing. I agree. And adding on to that. Charlie Poof. Oh, you've really gotten into him lately, have you? Yeah, and, and I wasn't really at the beginning. I mean, I've always kind of liked him. And I liked his, I like his name. Charlie Poof. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, but in his latest album, he did, like, an Instagram story of him creating it and how he used the different sounds around him to create the beats and then his voice and different things being said. Oh, and he like played with it them. a lot. Yeah. It's very experimental. Yes, and mm. I really enjoyed watching him create his albums and his songs, which then made me like the finished product so much more because I felt like I was on that journey. Yeah. I think that was really good of him. That was really interesting of him to do. Yeah, I like it when they show the behind the scenes of like working and getting to that final product. Mm. It makes you appreciate the album so much or understand it even so much more. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It almost makes you then find a personal connection to it. Mm-hmm. And um, Light Switch. Yeah. I think that was the funnest compilation of videos I enjoyed watching and him creating those different sounds within that song and even like him being like oh what if you did this and then adding and then add it to this and it's, it was just incredible because for someone like me like I wouldn't know where to begin mm-hmm. you know what sounds would go with what what you know or what even what pitch yeah I don't know anything we neither of us no. are musically gifted no I would say more challenged <laughs> yes so, well, what's like a band we've listened to start to finish, all of their albums, every single one you've loved? Have you ever had an artist? I would say ones we've already mentioned, like the Wombats, every single album. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't, yeah, I don't, the Kooks. Kooks are good too. Kooks are good. They I've, actually bought out a recent album that I really like. Their song, I think that it's their title song. Yeah, their title song, Connection. It has a very, like, nostalgic feel that okay. I really like. I haven't listened to their new album yet. Haven't you? It's on my to-do list. It sounds like very them. It's a very yeah, them I love album. That. Yeah. And then I think even uh, Dojo Cat. Oh, you, Dojo Cat, yeah. I'm a big fan of her. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. She's awesome. She embraces her sexuality, but I feel like she does it in a way that's still classy, yet dirty. Yeah, Doja Cat's one of my favourites. She's great. I like how confident she is yeah. in just fucking saying how it is. Yes. Especially like another one similar to that is like Ash Nico as well. Yes. She says it exactly how it is. Is she? Yeah, she's very. She doesn't beat around the bush. No. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. In her bush. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's one way to put it. Yep. But we love her for that. 100%. Good on it. It's great. I mean, I know. Yeah. Mm. Totally sums up her as an artist. I agree. We're just in her bush. 
Good on her. She's got a great, like, whenever you're mad at someone or you just need to get angry. Good breakup. Yeah, good, good breakup. Up. You just put on her music and you mm-hmm. can just get mad. Yeah. And say, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to be reminded about your goddess power. Mm. You go listen to Ash Nico. Yeah, so if you ever need to be reminded of how you're a boss house bitch, Doja Cat and Ash Nico. And I think even Lizzo, some of her songs. Lizzo. Well. Yeah, that's another one. She's also another person that in her concerts goes fucking off. My god. The videos I've seen for her concerts, she does. Not fucking... She goes hard. Dancing while playing the flute. Oh, Who like, the fuck does that? It's working at the same time. Like, how are you breathing right now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. You have to be very fit to be able to do something like that. Mm. Like, god damn. Yeah, that's not easy. Mm-mm. But good on it. Fuck that. <laughs> but that's incredible. That, and that was awesome. Yeah. She's another great one where if you need to feel like a, a boss-ass bitch. Yeah. Feel more confident. Yeah. Another great... Well, I think one of my favourite female artists for me personally would probably be Jess Glynn. Yes, you've always loved her. Yes. But I've got both of her albums. And I feel like... Well, I think what I was going through at the time is similar to what she was singing about. So I think feel like that's why I felt connected to it. Mm-hmm. It's because I was going through that same sort of thing. That's nice. So, uh, yeah, I had a very deep connection with their albums, and I played them on repeat. Like, I had a CDs in my car. Yes. That I'd play just on loop. Yeah. And I feel like she's one of my favourites. And she's got a great voice. Yeah, I feel she's like... She's beautiful, yeah. She's, yeah. She's lovely. And I really like her sound, too. I think one of my favourite songs is a song that she did with Macklemore. Yes. That's one of my favourite ones of hers. With Rudimental? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's one of my favourite songs of all time, I reckon. Okay. I don't know what it is about that song, but it just hits me in a way, and I don't know why, but it's still one of my favourites. I agree. It almost feels like you went through that. Whatever yeah. they're going through, you did. I don't know, yeah. It it's happened to me as well. a very... A way of hitting you in the feels. Mm. But, like, in this sort of, like, moving on, getting over mm-hmm. whatever it is that yeah. it is. Yes. And it, yeah. It's still it's still one of my favourite favorite songs. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed that. Uh, adding on to you talking about beautiful voices, mm. Jake. Oh, yeah. His song, Golden Hour, I think became as big as it did because of its TikTok video that he made. Yeah. And then it just blew up. Mm-hmm. And then I think all his other songs then became big as well because, you know, everyone... Well, he has a great... Like, the way he uses the piano in his songs. Oh, it's so fucking beautiful. The way it matches with his voice. And he sings at all the different pitch levels. Yeah. The way he just harmonises with himself. So he does. And, and it's beautiful. And that video that went around about him doing... Yeah, him singing at every pitch was beautiful. Mm. And how what a great talent to have. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, just the production behind it. You can tell that it's just a well-produced song. Yeah. And then his his album, This Is What, and then like it has like an underline, feels like, volume one, point four. <laughs> okay. Uh, his song, This Is What Heartbreak Feels Like, it just it hit me in a whole other level. I mean, I, I'd, I'd heard the song before. Yeah. And I'd listened to it and I enjoyed it. And, and even This Is What Falling In Love Feels Like is such a beautiful fucking song. And I was listening to that song when I was with my ex because I was like, oh my God, we're falling in love. Uh, this is so perfect. And then we crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. And that song was what I played on repeat. So you had like a soundtrack to both of your love and then your heartbreak. My heartbreak. Exactly. It was it was perfect. I found him at the most perfect time. His lyrics and his voice, I just feel like it's just so fucking pretty. It just really, it takes me somewhere else. It really yeah. just, yeah. Well, he recently did a collaboration with a Japanese artist that I really love called Fuji Kaze. That's right, yes. And they did Golden Hour again. Yes. And I love him. I feel like people would know him mainly the song Shinino Ga Iwa. Okay. Uh, excuse my pronunciation as well. I feel like he, most people would know him from that song because it went off on TikTok, I reckon it was. Okay. That's the one good thing about TikTok is that you can find a lot of great artists 
like you can hear a song and be like, oh, and then check them out and then find yeah, some great TikTok shit. Yeah, TikTok has done good for that. Yeah. We're not TikTok followers. No. Anyway, I feel like that's where people would know him the most, but mm-hmm. his album, Help Ever, Hurt Never, is mm-hmm. probably one of my favourite albums. Okay. And if you like that song, definitely go check it out because it's kind of, his stuff is very like jazzy, bluesy and similar to Jake, he does a lot of piano in his yes. songs and he just has that perfect voice that just suits the piano. It's got this almost like whispery Yeah, well in that song ASMR voice, you know? Yeah. Well in that clap song, it slides in perfectly mm. with the feel and the emotions that it's trying to bring out in its audience. He fits in perfectly. Yeah, yeah. He's got I definitely recommend to check out that album. Okay. So it's one of my favourites. Because yeah. I do like jazzy bluesy stuff. You do, yeah. Yeah. And he he's just got a great voice, so definitely check it out. Talking about new albums and stuff. Anise. I don't know how to pronounce that. But yeah, I, th- I think it's pronounced Anise. Mm-hmm. Um, A-N-E-E-S for those who are like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about the him. Mm-hmm. I only found him just recently in the last f- few weeks, I would say. Not even. Um, because he's someone that I follow, follows him. And so his videos have been coming up on my Instagram newsfeed. You know what I love is that you find your music on Insta mm. and I find my music on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I think like that's where we get main most of our music. music. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I've found him recently and I've really enjoyed his almost bluesy rap, a little bit of jazz even maybe. It's just almost like the soul songs. Mm-hmm. And he's added that rap to it. Okay. And and even um, my favorite song is the the well the one that my first one that I heard of him was Free Me. And then I also like his song Slip. And I feel like they are like almost like lofi. Okay. Like music where it chills you out. It's calm. You connect to it. Almost get into that beat. And then he raps or sings, and he's just got this really nice voice that just fits it really nicely. Okay. I've I've become a really big fan. I don't know if it was last night or the other night, and I just. Start downloading all his songs onto our Apple Music. Yeah, I saw that. Because we share the same Apple Music. account thing. And, and so whenever someone downloads a bunch of shit, we're just like, oh, they found something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I all his songs were from different albums, so they all got downloaded as, like, singles. Yeah, I just saw you downloading a bunch of shit, and I was like, oh, she's having fun. Mm. But yeah, he's someone that I've really come into that I feel like he's going to be my next thrash. Yeah. What would what would be your song that you could say you could play over and over again and never get sick of it? Ooh, that's a big one. There's a lot. I've thrashed a lot and I could still you thrash have. all over again. You have. What about you? You too. If I'm thinking of, if I'm going to answer this, so should you. Yeah, I will. I don't really thrash songs. Like, I usually listen to... But what song could you listen over and over again and it still be just as amazing as the first time you heard it? Ooh, that's a good one. God. I feel like probably one of the albums that I thrashed a lot would have to be RM, his album Mono. Okay. Because at the time, I was working a lot at night. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that song is like a great late night driving home okay. album. And it's also a great one, like, if you're ever feeling lonely, like, you know, in the middle of the night sort of thing, I feel like that's a perfect album okay. to listen to. Yeah, I feel like that's one of my favourites of his. Yeah, it is a really nice album. He has a lovely voice. And I feel like I thrashed that at one point because I used to drive home late a lot. Mm. And so I'd put that on. I feel like that was a perfect album to drive home to. Yeah. I think same for me. It would be it'd be more of an artist and their song compilations that I could thrash continuously and it would still hit me the same. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me it, it would be Catfish and the Bottomman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they their songs I know off by heart, all of them. Okay. I know all the lyrics to every single fucking song. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it makes me feel just the same, whether that's sad, happy, in love, as it does as it did the first time I listened to it. Yeah. I think that for me that is the example of where not only did I connect to the lyrics, but I also connected to the music. And yeah. so collectively, every time they're put on, I get lost in them. Yeah, I have to say their song I reckon the first song I ever heard of theirs was Heathrow. Yeah, fuck, it's a beautiful song. And I could listen to that song over and over again. Mm. And I think it's still one of my favourites. And I'm not sure if that's because that's just the first song I've heard of theirs. Or, you know. But I still... They do a couple acoustic songs. Yeah. And you know how much I love acoustic. I do, yes. And so I really like those songs. Every time they bring out acoustic version of any song, I just listen to it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Just put it like a guitar or a piano and just you singing along to that. And Mm. I love it. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that might have to be our question of the week is... To our followers, let us know what song, album, artist, however you want to describe it, could you thrash over and over and over again and it still makes you feel just as amazing as it was the first time you heard it? Yeah, I'm really curious to what people say. Yeah, I'd like to know. And then I will most definitely listen to them. Yeah, I definitely want to check out some artists that you guys want to throw out there. Mm. So please let us know. All right, well, I feel like that's a good place to wrap up. Yeah, fantastic. I think we've covered a lot of different... Artists and Yeah, bands. I feel like there's so much more that we could talk about, and I feel like we could talk about this for ages, for but ages. we'll slowly get to them all. Mm, definitely. Please, anything that we've mentioned that you weren't familiar with, I highly recommend you go check them out and find your favourite songs within them. I feel like some albums as well, you have to listen from start to finish, because some of them tell, like, a story, mm-hmm. and you gotta you got to take it all in. Yeah, please give them a try. Uh, also, don't forget that we'll be posting fortnightly now just to work in with everything. So find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. And we'll also be posting our episodes up on YouTube as well. So please check us out there. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, the sunflower, the wallflower, to stay up to date on all our podcast uploads and topics that we've covered, as well as our questions now. So we've got our first question out to you guys and I'll be posting that to our Instagram shortly. Thank you very much for joining us. This has been the sunflower and the wallflower. See you next time for our next episode.